You're listening to Retrospection Radio Theater from the creative mind of Noah Martin. Brought to you by Retrospection Multimedia. It takes a lot of work to bring you these stories, and so I'd like to point out that we have a Patreon and Ko-fi in the description. A small donation of $5 can get you access to exclusive content and help keep Madison, Maine afloat. We are proud to bring you Retrospection Radio Season 5, Future Imperfect. Sally met Elliot for a date at the local laser tag arena less than a week later. Elliot lost by 10 points, though he was purposefully playing poorly to let Sally win. Sally realized this relatively quickly and played poorly too, despite her military and combat background. She tried her best to lose, but unbeknownst to the both of them, the sensor in Elliot's gun had broken. He would've won if he could tag things, but he was happy he didn't. The smile on Sally's face filled him with warmth. Two days later, the two of them went and saw the latest superhero blockbuster, specifically a movie about multiple Spider-Men crossing the multiverse into one singular world and defeating a series of villains. The movie ended with both Elliot Cooper and Sally Baker staring at each other in amazement. Neither of them could bring themselves to express their awe, so they left the theater and got into Elliot's car. Before Elliot could put the key in the ignition, Sally began squealing and shaking. He looked at her in worry, and as he did so, her excitement collapsed into words. Elliot turned off the car, and the two of them theorized and explored the film until early in the morning. It was 3 a.m. by the time Elliot lay down in his bed, alone, and with his alarm set for 6 a.m. For the first time in his adult life, Elliot Cooper overslept and missed work. Two months later, Elliot Cooper returned home from a long day of work. He had spent nearly eight hours editing some corporate manifesto, and he was so ready to eat dinner, watch some TV, and then go to bed. So, he prepared himself a microwavable dinner and sat in his living room facing the TV. It was winter by this point, and the sun had already gone down. Normally, he'd hear Teddy moving about in his cage, running on the wheel or making little guinea pig noises. Elliot Cooper did not hear Teddy at all. He thought that the guinea pig must be asleep. Elliot received a text from Sally talking about her day at work. Eagerly, he replied and the two texted for the rest of the evening. He was so distracted by her text that he forgot to put fresh vegetables in Teddy's cage. Though it didn't matter. Teddy had died while Elliot was at work a few days prior. Elliot had forgotten to wash the vegetables as he was running late for work. Teddy caught salmonella and slowly withered away. Elliot was far too obsessed with the changes in his life to notice it. So, while Elliot was at work, Teddy laid on his side and struggled breathing. His eyes grew faint, and the light faded away as the guinea pig took his last breaths. Needless to say, Elliot did not take the death well. Though he had been caring less for the guinea pig in recent months, it didn't mean that he didn't love the pig. After all, Teddy had been there for him for so long, and now he was gone. Sally Baker spent the next few days with Elliot. 
She slept over, prepared him breakfast in the morning, and dinner after work. She helped him through the grief he was experiencing, and even though anyone else might have thought it stupid that a man cared so much for such a tiny animal, Sally did not. She knew she loved, that Elliot loved, that guinea pig with his whole heart. And she knew that Teddy meant everything to him. She did not judge Elliot, and she would not judge him. Christmas came, and Elliot received an invitation in the mail from Sally. She invited him to join her and her father for Christmas. Normally, Elliot would go see his family, but he loved Sally too much. He was there for Christmas Eve, and was there Christmas morning. Even her father, of whom Elliot had worked with, had gotten him gifts. In fact, they all had gotten each other gifts. Some were simple gifts, some were made with love and passion, some were bought as jokes, and some were expressions of the soul. The morning was perfect, and Elliot knew he had found a person that loved and accepted him for himself. So it was no surprise that, after a few glasses of wine, Sally and her father began reminiscing about the past. This quickly delved into arguments and shaming and blaming the other. Elliot sat for a little while, listening to the argument and hoping they'd resolve it by themselves. Five minutes went by and both were nearly ready to begin shouting. Elliot inserted himself into the conversation, walked Sally out of the room to let her calm down, and had a peaceful and thoughtful heart-to-heart with her father. Less than ten minutes later, both Sally and her father were in each other's arms, crying and, and attempting to speak to one another through shaky and raspy voices. It might have been that, if it weren't for Elliot, her father would have banned Sally from stepping foot in the house again. But, as the saying goes, love conquers all. And in this situation, love conquered the sadness and trauma. Well, it didn't fix it. Elliot's love for Sally helped her put her life in perspective and learn to love her father again. And so, their relationship continued this way for a year. Both gave each other as much love as they could muster, and received so much love that they felt their souls fill with satisfaction. Elliot was always there for Sally, and Sally was always there for Elliot. During this time, no special newspapers arrived at either's front doors, no warnings of the future, no stir from their new normal, and both loved it. In fact, they began to forget entirely about strange otherworldly mirrors and shadow men. All they knew was the love for one another. Shift away from the same events you've heard from history class over and over again. Listen to bite-sized historical stories that drift from the normal frequency of history. Retrospection Multimedia is proud to present Frequency Drift. New episodes on Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Real history. Real life. Reality. 
Tell your stories through Retrospection Multimedia, an audiovisual organization dedicated to helping you succeed. We offer video editing, live event and podcasting services, and now, for a limited time only, sign up for the Ground Up Deal. The deal includes podcast consulting, editing, and coaching services. We will also create your own podcast website and RSS feed. Within a few weeks, your podcast will be available on every podcatcher. Order now at www.retrospectionmultimedia.com. Now, back to this episode of Retrospection Radio Theater. And on the one-year anniversary of their first date, Elliot Cooper finally mustered the courage to ask Sally Baker to move in with him. She knew it was coming for a long time, but she still acted surprised. She cried. He cried. They embraced, and a month later, the two were living together. She was a better cook than him, and often prepared meals for the both of them. He was a better baker than her, baking sweets, treats, and, less excitingly, loaves of bread. Every morning, he'd pack her lunch and add a special snack for her, like a brownie or a cookie. Every morning, she'd pack his lunch for him and her homemade tuna salad, just like how she knew he liked it. Yes, life seemed perfect for the two. They were in love, after all, and as amazing as love is, it blinds you from some of the harsh truths of the person you love. It makes that hatred of certain things the other does like a drop of water. But even drops of water can form an ocean, and an ocean can spill out. And soon the two started realizing annoying things about one another. Sally was extremely gassy, and she wouldn't leave the room to fart. Elliot left the toilet seat up. Occasionally, Sally worked late and forgot to make dinner, so Elliot would go out to eat. She'd then be greeted with cold fast food in the refrigerator. Sometimes, Sally would disappear randomly to see her friends in the Navy, leaving Elliot worried she'd gotten hurt. Sometimes, Elliot was so dreadfully boring that Sally had to leave the room for fear of falling asleep listening to him. And finally, the worst part of it all, sometimes one felt like the other didn't love them. It was January, roughly three years into their relationship, where tensions boiled. Elliot had done something small, something minuscule that had bothered Sally. The problem was that he always did it and she neglected to tell him that it annoyed her. One day, she let her anger out and yelled at Elliot. Elliot, being the man he was, simply shriveled up and did not respond. Sally, frustrated that he wouldn't speak up, left their shared apartment and went to her father's house. But distance makes us wise, and the longer Sally and Elliot were separated, the more and more the other longed for company. They truly did love each other, and they needed truth to interject and remind them that it was their hearts that mattered the most in this relationship. Both had contemplated going to see the other. Elliot thought about getting Sally some flowers from the park. But it was Sally who knocked on Elliot's apartment door with a guinea pig cage in hand and a tear in her eye. Elliot and Sally both wept 
and this reunion led to the most passionate night in either of their lives. Elliot accepted Sally back into his heart. She accepted him. Their love was rekindled, and it burned bright. The next months of them together were filled to the brim with small and large gestures of love. In all this time, both Elliot and Sally hadn't bothered to read the newspaper, which was good because none of the papers in the four years that they had spent together had any predictions of the future. They had, by this point, entirely forgotten about the strange things that had brought them together in the first place. They planned a trip together, their first trip outside of Madison, Maine, in a very, very long time. They had purchased tickets for a flight to France, and Elliot had spent the days before the flight preparing each and every moment that they would spend together while abroad. It was on Tuesday, July 21st, that the two packed their bags for the following morning. It was on Wednesday, July 22nd, that the two packed their shared car for the trip. Sally got behind the wheel and turned on the car. Wait! Elliot exclaimed. I feel like I forgot something! He jumped from the car and ran back inside the apartment. He had left the keys inside. That's what he had forgotten. A friend of theirs was supposed to watch their new pet guinea pig while they were away, and Elliot had promised to leave the keys under the welcome mat. He grabbed the keys from the counter and stepped back outside. He bent down, picked up the newspaper, and put it under his left arm. He moved the mat and placed the keys under it. Then... He walked to the trash can and threw away the newspaper. Giddily, he hopped in the car and turned on a playlist of superhero themes for he and Sally to listen to. She put the car in reverse and backed out of the parking spot. The two left on their adventure. But I'm sorry to tell you this, dear listener. They will never arrive together in France. And Elliot would have known this, too if he had read the morning paper. Because ignorance always loses to truth. The truth was that three simple words were going to change his life forever. Sally is gone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Retrospection Radio Theater. I am Noah Martin, creative mind behind Retrospection Multimedia. Join us Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Please consider subscribing, rating, or reviewing this podcast if you liked it. If you like Retrospection Multimedia and the content we provide, go to www.retrospectionmultimedia.com. You can donate to help keep Retrospection Radio airing at the Ko-fi or Patreon link in the description. You can also go to our website to hire us for your own podcast. Join us again next week for the next thrilling episode of Retrospection Radio Theater Season 5, Future Imperfect.